0: I do want to give some solidarity to Hunter Shirtliff, who, who is currently pulled over by the police. So hope hope good it. luck, Hunter. Yeah. Hey,
1: we can turn off the music now. Uh, it is uh Sags Radio, as, as Matt uh, just said. Kelly is also here. Kelly Adams, Matt Browning, Hunter Shirtliff will be here momentarily. We think we've got a whole thing planned for him, too, when he does show up. So we'll begin since you were first. What is on your mind this morning?
0: Well, boy, what a week, huh? Yeah. But, uh, I will say, thank Thank goodness for the Astros. For those of, of you out Last there night, at least that are Astros fans, at least well, I mean it's something it's it's a distraction from from Aggie football. You Go know? Rangers. Um and, and I guess Great if you're a Rangers fan. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, but I uh uh um for the you know and Mattress Mac hey. Ooh, okay What a G. Do you know him? Yeah, you've had to interview all, all right? I know all I, about- I
2: know is Philly fans are tough. But the guy that gets mattress Mac to set off is yeah that guy's I mean, got to be really rough.
1: Yeah, mattress s- Mac was at a game a couple of weeks ago. I talked to him pregame. He's uh, they, you know what? It, it reminds me of Michael Jordan when he wouldn't say his political affiliations. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. know, Republicans or Democrats <laughs> he, buy. He said he goes,
0: Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah.
1: Mattress Mac, everybody buys mattresses except mm. in Philly apparently. Yeah, he didn't. he he, he burned that bridge, which is. Probably so, fine with him, or maybe so, he won some friends. Like, dude, I liked his fire.
0: Let's yeah. go. That's he probably right.
2: increased sales in the Houston area. I, I mean, would think.
0: Dude, they boo those, those fans booed Santa Claus. I mean, they cheered when Michael Irvin was down on the. They threw batteries curve.
2: at Michael Irvin when he was down on the field. Yeah, I mean, I mean
0: they're just they're 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 not great fans. But, um, Uh-oh. but no, no, I'm like I said, I'm 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 I'm, you know, it's been a weird week. I'll say that it's been a very strange week in regards to. The emotions that that in the ups and downs and the highs and lows of of, of our fan base, you yep. know, uh, it's funny you get those people that say, you know, we're like we're like three or four plays away from being six and one, and then you get the other people what that we're go, we're like two plays away from being one and six. <laughs> and you're, So it's a really weird dynamic. Yeah. It's like like that's why I think we're all I I think what's funny is we're all sitting here just clueless. I don't think really anyone knows. I mean, I'll say this past week. Um, it, the offense didn't let us down. I don't feel. Nope. Um, they 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 had their moments in the you know second and third quarter where they where they were slowed a little bit. But uh, I
2: think it was forty minutes of clock time without a score.
0: Yeah, I mean that's three quarters. But the but this time the defense just I mean they couldn't get off the field and so it's, if it's not one thing it's another and it's just it's hard to pinpoint you know. Um, and, and that's why I think everyone's, and everyone's got their opinions as to yeah. what's wrong. And it's, it's just kind of funny to, to, to be out there amongst the people and hear, hear what everyone has to say. And it's, it's different. It's different from every single person I talk to. Oh, it's this person's fault or it's that person's fault or whatever. Or Saul, so we're the youngest team in all of college football, um, which kind of makes you go, oh, okay, well, man, I mean, that makes sense. But then you also got, well, but it's still, it's year five.
1: It shouldn't be that. Young. We shouldn't
0: be, We shouldn't be losing four games in a row to, at any point. Um, much less year five. And so you or not lose four games in two seasons. Yeah, that's where you should be. I mean, that's where we. That's where we strive to be. That's where we've. That's what. That's what we've invested to be. We've yep. invested enough in this program. Everyone, like Sutton said last week, he said it's not just. It's not just the big money donors. It's it's us as as regular fans who who donate time, um, you know, effort, money, everything else into it as well. And so it's. We're 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 we shouldn't be here. Yeah, but yet we are, and so it's just it's a really like I said, it's just a weird deal. I'm, I mean, my, if you notice, I'm not even mad anymore. It's just like I'm just like lost and confused as to what's going on with that football program,
2: Kelly. Uh, speaking of that, you know nobody wants to be here, but we are here. So it's kind of where do you go? Right. Just I mean, you have to look forward. You can look backwards, but it's not gonna do any good. Uh, you look forwards and we are the youngest team. Young teams <clears throat> excuse me, young teams do have problems. Um, specifically inconsistency, which I think is the big thing. And it's and it's not always the same person being inconsistent. It's different people at different times doing different things. Some days it's the defense or the offense or some particular part of the offense who then shows up and plays great the next week and one part of the defense will play good one week and bad the next week and it's, it's part of being young. I didn't think we'd be here. I mean, we all knew we'd be young. We didn't think it would look like this. But it all it's all hallmarks of young teams. Uh, I wish we weren't young in year five. I yeah, think we,
0: we, made fun, we made fun of the Longhorns for so long because that was their excuse for like 20 years, you know? Oh, right. we're a young team. We can't really use that excuse, so it's year five. I mean, I, I get it. We're young, and we have a lot of, you a lot are of young, young
1: talent. But, but when you bring it out loud, it just kind of... Yeah, it just... It, I will
2: say that uh, basketball season starts on Monday, and. I know it's not a big deal in College Station most of the time, but I'm happy.
1: Uh, I'm excited about I it. I too, yeah. Hunter? Real quick on that.
3: We, we were talking about making fun of the Longhorns, and we haven't had a losing season. They've had a decade full of them, right? Yeah. Some five and sevens and worse in there. I, I'm trying to – It was. I think it was Sherman, maybe 08?
2: I think it was Sherman's first year was the last time we had a losing season.
3: 09, we, we weren't very good, but went to a yep. Independence Bowl or something. No, we were, I think
0: we were 6-6 six and six that year, but we, uh, our last losing season was 05.
3: Wasn't it? Yeah, it was 05. I think it was Sherman's left first. Which year. It's not the greatest banner to fly, but it's a banner to fly. <laughs> and, and I don't were want clinging to that. any hope we can get. Five uh, yeah.
1: and six and zero five, uh, the four win season in two thousand yeah, oh, eight. Yeah, okay. And that's that's the last time. Yeah, okay.
3: Sherman's first year. Um, so what's on my mind is is and I learned this word from John Delance back in the day, so I played on the air. Lane Kiffin is a jackal. You know <laughs> that guy, and it just burns my butt that he's. 2-0 versus Jimbo now and, and has, like, scoreboard on us. That guy, is a, he is a clown. Look, I like his Twitter game sometimes. It's, it's kind of funny, the stuff he yep. retweets and comments on. But, man, I was trying to think, you know, in, like, teen movies or TV shows, he's like, like Eddie Haskell yes. and Stifler and, like, all these, you know, kind of <laughs> just – I don't know what the, the word, brats and, yeah. and just spoiled kids and, and kind of the teenage villain, that's what he is. He's the, the thing, Johnny
0: Lawrence. He's the Johnny Lawrence. Yes. So, although Johnny Lawrence is now the hero. Now he's the hero, yeah. Johnny Lawrence is awesome now. but The yeah. thing
2: about what he did on the field, specifically, the head coach specifically, but really all the coaches, are supposed to be the adult in the room. Lane Kiven's not the adult in the room. And in regards to his online persona, well, it's fun kind of most of the time. Sometimes it's a little over the top. That's for graduate assistants and people like that. Like the head coach is supposed to be the class of the program. That's the class they got, and that's real telling. Well, and he is 2 and 0 against us and he's going to stand there and talk all kinds of crap and that's fine. But at the end of the day saying what he said to an opposing player is not only that, it's completely the, uncalled
3: for. All the jabs at AM and all the jabs at Jimbo after. pre-game, but yeah. especially after. That's what I mean, cuz you didn't shut him up. You had a chance to beat him and you didn't do it. It,
1: it here's my thing about the what happened on the field that happens more often than we think but it caught him his non-apology afterward like hey I, as the grown-up in the room you should be like yeah i yeah. said some things i shouldn't mm-hmm. have said i'm very sorry yada 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 no, he that, doubles down yeah. yeah
0: and you know it, it, the you know i like to look at parallels but he, he reminds me because their fan base is all proud of him they think it's hilarious that he does it it reminds me of, of, of the old tech teams especially under leach you know when he would do his silly stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess a pirate can be an assault. He called us fake soldiers, and they did all that kind of nonsense. Even though now we all like Leach, which yeah. is kind of funny how that how 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 it turns. You don't. Know, you're you have nightmares about him apparently. And it text <laughs> immediately. Immediately <out laughs> <of> after. Bad <laughs> time. You. But uh, the uh, but yeah. So it does. It kind of reminds me of uh, of of those old tech teams where, I mean, Leach would say mm-hmm. something silly, and then I mean, he'd always have scoreboard on us too back then yep. back in the day as well. So.
1: But I think that's the hardest part is you're going to have to wait a year at least to shut him up. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the Mississippi schools at the current moment, own Texas A&M. Yeah.
2: Having coached in games where the opposing players are jackholes, to use there Hunter's term. Nice. Um, you want to say things, even as the adult in the room. You, your, My mouth has opened at a, an opposing player, but I turned around and walked away because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what class looks like. Not... Calling him names. I've had opposing players call me the same name he called Bryce Anderson. But
1: do you think their fan base you don't looks, get to respond to that? looks at it the way we looked at Jimbo firing off against Nick, like that's my coach, he's got our back. But that's coaches yeah, talking to coaches. I don't know if, I,
0: I, I will say I, I look we have some we have some silly fans too. Don't get me wrong, every fan base does, oh, yeah. but I I don't know many people that would think that was okay for Jimbo to talk to a to a, a eighteen year old kid that way. Coaches
2: you know. to coaches is way older than coaches to coaches.
0: Any player, much less a yeah. take on to take on Nick Saban after what he said about us and his knock on Jimbo, his coaching staff, the recruiting efforts, all that. That's a that's a completely different story than to yell at a kid he, because he because he he may or may he, not have he may or may not. Have and it's it's an
3: completely different standards. Lane doesn't catch heat for that. Jimbo caught heat in I want to say 2018 for grabbing Trayvon Williams' face mask, yep. remember, and bitching him out, mm-hmm. and just caught all kinds of heat about that. And now you got a coach that's on the field. You know, calling somebody
0: a b-word and pointing them and at them—it's just. I've, I've I've never understood the, the the national hate for Jimbo. I just don't under, I don't I guess it, it has to go back to the Jameis Winston <laughs> thing good. and the crab legs and the.
1: But there's other coaches that, that are not beloved. Like Hugh Freeze is now the name everybody loves. Like yeah. there's oh, yeah. other coaches have done weird things and and the media forgives them. petrino has uh, got to come back now too. Well, th- th- there is that. All right, let's talk about some good things though quarterback guys move forward like well tell me what we're thinking now that it looks like i hope that that part has been taken care of
0: uh well I, will. I mean that was the bright side that was a the, very bright the, very bright side i mean the, the the um quarterback play was the best we've seen all, all in, in two seasons um and there's still from, a lot of room for improvement there yeah from a true freshman that we we've all been excited about so there there was expectation so he any he, and I so I literally went into the game going you know he's a five-star, out of this world, out of this world good player. But I mean, he's got he's gonna have to play behind this offensive line. I, do, I, I was I was afraid that he, that he wasn't gonna live up yep. to any type of expectations. He was gonna have the same kind of game as the other quarterbacks. And but he goes into it and he he's quick, he's accurate. I mean, the difference is is he hits guys in stride. And I I've, I've said that often. I mean, you look at all those Bama teams where I mean they would hit guys in stride. And you're talking about you're turning up field for an extra 10, 15 yards, which we never did. Even under Kellen, Kellen would always he know Moose behind and very or much on the same page. It seemed like. Yeah, that that hitting so that being accurate as a quarterback is such a huge thing. I think, and so to watch him do all that and to 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 have our highest passing total in what three years and throw four touchdowns and and look like the guy, even behind a a a a, a, a shoddy offensive line and a young receiving court still learning their way i was i don't know it's i think it's i think that's that's exactly what we need in in this moment for and he, sure
3: and he started out red hot i want to say he was seven six, six
1: seven of seven something. yeah like that. he was
3: right and we're looking at the stats just a minute ago 28 of 44 i mean on good days max and and haynes were 50 percent right and that's yeah. you just you, you're not going to win games like that in your passing game uh looking downfield certainly yeah it's super quick to react uh you know it makes me pull my hair out of my receding hairline but uh hey at least you still one. i I get that he may not have looked like that on september 1st but it you just got to sit there and go good lord
0: we had that on the bench for three months yeah i mean it's 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 frustrating and i do also want to say that 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 this offense has shown us enough to where we should we should all kind of temper expectations for the remainder of this season he could go out and have a a bad game against Florida. does not mean he's a bad quarterback. No. No. And
1: and let's not forget, he threw for how many yards? 300 and what, 48, whatever it was? Four touchdowns looks great on his resume. But as a team, 28 points isn't enough for that kind of offense. Yeah, that's true. And,
2: you know, one thing I'd like to see more of is he appears to be much more comfortable when we go a little faster than we normally do. Uh, That first drive or two he had against South Carolina did not look that great. But then he came out late in the fourth quarter with the game on the line and suddenly looked much better. And then we came out in the first quarter going a little quicker than we usually do, looked great, but then Jimbo slowed it down. And we didn't look so great in the second and third quarters and then we we're behind at the end and he starts to speed up the tempo again and and he starts looking even better.
0: Well that that he's on he's literally on the field That's, going let's go let's yeah. go let's yeah. go. I That's think we crazy. need to pick I mean, the pace wait, up for him. You're telling me
3: tempo helps an offense? <laughs> you're telling me that speeding that up doesn't allow a defense to 38 seconds to monitor your offensive movements in your lineup? Come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that couldn't be right. Yeah. All right. We're going to hit a break here. When we come back, we've got some sound from Hunter Shirtlift that we're going to play, and I want you guys to listen to it, all right? It's uh, yeah, I think he just did it like a day or two ago. We'll talk about that when we come back. Right now, we're talking about the Association of Former Students. They've been around for about 140 years, and your financial gifts have empowered them to be here, to be there, to be everywhere. They help out in so many different ways, from scholarships to student assistance programs, silver taps, rain day, class reunions, muster, tailgating, you name it. The association loves to help that is their mission that's what they want to do and uh, you're their why folks when when you think about what the association is doing and why they're doing it that's you just look in your phone and put the little portrait mode and turn your camera around they're doing it for you that is why they've created I am the why.com a website that's got a collection of stories of Aggies about Aggies you can actually upload your story on there as well so others can share your great stories imagine watching a lot of these great aggie stories like a youtube for aggies only but it's at IamTheY.com. again that website IamTheY.com. pass it back day is coming up on tuesday by the way we'll have a lot more information on that as we get closer it's the association of former students with the boys catching up in a neon light do we know what song this is Didn't know. Yeah. sounds good i like it hopefully they'll it type it in and let me know i like it got kind of a feeling it i don't think it should be the new intro
0: i, 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 I don't know any new country unfortunately. it's kind of my thing here.
1: it is texags radio we are presented by david gardner's jewelers in the rollo insurance studio this is the fan show presented by construction custom home builders for the Brazos valley since 2002 i think it's your dream home built into reality okay thank you i, I can do that, that for you yeah learn more at gerard dash construction .com. By the way, we didn't do It's the Fan Man, Show. Well, because I,
0: yeah, I did the
1: intro. Yeah, but it, it's just they're not winning a lot, so it's not as fun to sing the song anymore. Nope. Hey, um, so we're going to play some sound from my good friend here, Hunter Shartliff. He did some really good analysis of this and football team. I'd like for you guys to listen. It is. It's fan-based disappointment, and mm-hmm. that was my take. Right, I,
3: but, David, I do not feel duped, right? I, I think... When we all looked at the roster, just wasn't just a local in our little fishbowl. No. Like, this was national-level people that saw this team last year, saw the Orange Bowl, saw the defense coming back, saw the skill position returning for AM. and Top five, right? Top and recruiting. six. recruiting.
0: Our recruiting's been amazing.
3: So, so that goes to... As I sit here and, and depressed all week, I'm it's like, is this institutional? Because let's just go back for a while. Every time AM is legitimately hyped up top 10 preseason right we've the expectations just get collapsed i mean they crushes the fan base we never step up and realize those expectations right i'm gonna go back to 95 99 uh 07 remember mcgee and the j train and everybody was coming back then uh 2010 and 2011 well not 10 because well, maybe, but ten, you started out three and three, right? And then you got on that run. So eleven was huge. Yeah. and again, fall on our face. Thirteen. Couldn't finish a game. Now twenty one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's it you know, we're talking about a couple of decades though. So these players don't know anything about that. Right. What causes that that this program can't handle accolades, high ratings, top ten preseason or, you know, expectations. It just can't handle it. And it's Horrible luck this year. I get it, right? I, but I don't –
1: as a fan, like, well, you don't care. At it's some after point, waiting don't. as long yeah. as we have. It, it. Sometimes the excuse is we don't care. Get right. it, it done.
3: I guess it's program consistency that that we don't have. As far as I'm talking, you know, top ten, top five, certainly top four finished last year. and we. But you
0: can't it, – it, you can't do like, it once in a while. It's kind of like why can other teams do it and we can't? Why no. can – Hey, Bama replaced All right. four
1: Also, off- So, gentlemen, that wasn't from this year. Yeah. yeah I was
0: going to say, well, that,
1: that was from last year. You look different. Yeah. I uh, think
0: that
2: was my first time ever on the fan
0: show.
1: But Hunter sent that to me yesterday. It's like, you could use that same sound pretty much, other than saying last year's Orange Bowl. That was like the first week year. of October 2021. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. Right after Mississippi we're, State. We're right there. It, yeah. Worse now. Yeah. In a worse spot. Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, you, man. You nailed it. You always have to correct me. I don't understand. it. I did it. You correct always correct me <laughs> <laughs> and every then, time.
3: I don't know if you saw the video, but I was talking
1: with my hands like Nick Saban almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, but you brought up a point. Is
0: it systemic? What do you guys think? I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I have no. I mean, that's the problem is we don't. None of us can quite tell. We've always we're we we've, we've lived under this assumption that this is a sleeping giant just ready to wake up, just needs the right things in place and. And we we can come up with all these. we never invested we you know everything everything on campus looked Soviet era you know I've I've heard all the things all these things and we're you know we're investing we're we're going out to find the best coaches across the board we're trying to do this we're trying to do that we have every single thing that a program could ever possibly want or need to be successful and yet here we are four we losses are. in a row I we can't
3: hey, we can remember. do it right I'm old I was here. And, and part of the decade that we were dominating, right? We had a touch of success in the mid-70s, but from 85 to 95, Texas A&M was a dominant program in the United States, right? Um, weren't winning national championships, won six out of ten conference championships, and we were, you know, beating who we needed to beat going to the Cotton Bowl every year. True wrecking crew days. Can do it, but I just feel like, it's like basketball, this is such a blue-blood sport now, and it's the Ohio State's, Michigan's, you know – Notre Dame's, Alabama's, Georgia's, it's the same folks, and and it's hard to break in there. Clemson did it, and now they're one of them. Tennessee's was kind of there. They were fringe. I'm not going to call them a blue blood. Uh, But you get the right coach and the right quarterback, and that's the first two ingredients.
2: You know, when Clemson broke in, it was Deshaun Watson, and then they almost immediately followed that with Trevor Lawrence. And so you essentially get two generational college quarterbacks – I think they had them six out of seven years or seven out of eight years or something like that. They had those two guys quarterback in the whole team. And maybe a guy like Connor can be that for us. I don't know. And um, they had one of the best defensive lines you, I've ever seen in college. But I, yeah. I have a couple of friends that are real big Clemson fans, went to Clemson, and they, were, they talk about really good players before those guys brought them to the level. And then they talk about Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Just They took it to another level. And I think we have players that can do both, get us to the point where we're right there on the cusp, and then take us over the top. Will they do it? It's more of, to me, it's more of a cultural, mental thing than it is can you play football thing. It's can you actually be a generational type player? You have the talent, but can you actually do that?
1: How about the the defense this year, which has bailed out the Aggies? Bailed out. They have they've lost a lot of games, but they've been something you could rely on in these games. But the rush defense has been a huge concern. And then against Ole Miss, it blew up. I mean, it absolutely blew up. And the tackling to me is what worries me because they don't tackle behind the line of scrimmage. They try to make a big hit and they miss. Like there's a lot of issues there. You think you got them bottled up? You should push them out of bounds. He keeps running down the sidelines. Bad angles. Yeah. Sixty yard run when the game could be. You have a chance to stop him.
0: You got a chance for a safety. No. First down. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> I mean, do I mean do we do we do we miss Mike Elko that much? Yes. But the they
1: ran on it, yes. they ran on Elko last year, not 390, right. but they did run on this team
0: last year. I mean it's 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 I don't know. It's such a weird I mean again, like like they just it's it's the that's the thing. You look at this defense and you're going, man, the de- we like we said, defense isn't the problem for this team until last week. They we didn't lose because because of the defense. Right. Up until and this even point, the, the defense was, was not game. why we were why we had lost you know, four games up yep. to that point.
3: That's what I struggle with, though. I mean, I say the defense haven't lost games, and I agree that's not been the Achilles' heel this year. But the the run defense has been so bad, so it kind of did lose to help us lose the game against App State. You know, and yep. it kind of did against Arkansas or or struggle against Arkansas. We won that. In uh, Mississippi State ran more against us than they have against anybody else all year, and they smoked us, mm-hmm. right? So. I, I I struggle with the run defense being this bad, and I heard the term quality defense on the show the other day, and I'm not going to call this a quality defense because they can't be if they're going to get gashed by the run like that.
2: Uh, if the offense was a little better, they'd be a good enough defense.
3: But the
1: offense was fine. That's the best fine. I could say for it. The offense well, was fine this past week. Yeah, I mean, fine.
3: our Mendoza line was two touchdowns a game. Yeah. We've been ta- You've been talking about that forever with Luch.
1: You know, doubled that. Doubled That's that. A- and, and, and by the way, the defense – I'm not sticking up for it, but everybody minus Mississippi State has been scoring under their average. Ole Miss on the year, averaging 37 points a game, even with 390 yards, they scored a 31. That's
2: why I say the defense is a good enough defense. They're not great. They're not going to go down in the annals as a great defense, but they're good enough. They're not enough. They're not bad.
1: But now with enough film on, it doesn't matter who you are. You just run on them. I mean, Mississippi State, who doesn't run, as you mentioned, ran all over them. Florida can run, guys. They can run. That concerns me.
2: I think the run fits are real important. Uh, not that I know a ton about that necessarily, but I remember one specific time against Ole Miss that was like a 20-yard run or something. They handed off to Judkins on the, um, on the zone read, and the play-side defensive end and the weak-side defensive end both took the quarterback. Well, the quarterback <laughs> didn't – first of all, the quarterback didn't have the ball. <laughs> Second of all, one of them supposed to take the tailback and one of them supposed to take the quarterback. I don't know which one it was, right? But you can't have both defensive ends crashing on the guy without one guy. Period. And you really can't do it on the guy without the ball. So they've got to fit right. They've got to know where they're supposed to be, and they've got to be there and make a problem. If they, even when they were there against Ole Miss, they didn't make a play. I mean, they keep showing highlights of like a guy getting held or something like that. Well, we every highlight they show where one of our guys is getting held, we had a guy in the hole. Play was not made. Build a gap, make a play.
1: Edge Cooper hopefully coming back and playing a, a, a more role. He that'll didn't help play a lot. At that much. That Antonio that'll help a Johnson lot. not being there. Heck yeah. That'll huge.
0: help a lot too. I mean, he's our best tackler. He's our best overall defensive player. Not having him on the field is this, is the equivalent of not having an ISN. And he always side. did a great job filling gaps in, when he had to come into the box. Antonio Johnson's a first round draft pick. I mean, he is that talented. He's that good. I think, he, I honestly believe he's the best overall ta- talented player on, on, our, on our entire team. And him not being there does hurt for sure.
1: Let me ask you guys this. Do you think because of this poor season and some guys not having better film will make veterans come back that we thought would go to the NFL? And I'm not, I'm not putting Antonio in that conversation. Uh, and is that necessarily a good thing? Yeah, it's a good thing.
3: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, you have guys that I, I know he wouldn't hire, but like you got Buddy Johnson and and. Key guys like that, and all all Buddy did was get better every year. He was yep. there, right? And so by his senior year, he was the same thing. he was a key cog in that defense. So, mm-hmm. and 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 for whatever reason, AM and Jimbo, we we don't get to keep these guys. I mean, these guys are getting bad advice or whatever. We got third year juniors that are they're out the door, yep. you know. With with and and end up, we've had a ton of undrafted free agents. Those guys sh- should have stayed.
1: Yeah, they they, they should have stayed. The one thing I will say about guys moving on is like like Moose. I, I would never want a nice the myth not to be I want him to come back next year to be completely clear. Yeah, absolutely. And, but that did allow Moose to take on a bigger role because I think Jimbo on certain positions waits a long time for those players to to hit the field.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, of course we want we obviously want a nice to come back. I I somebody like Antonio Johnson, he it doesn't make sense for him to come back. I mean, he's he he should be st- still even his grade should still be first round, you know, but but again, Aside from that, how many Antonio Johnsons do we have on this team right now that could that could go to the NFL next year or you know? Damani's
1: so. an NFL guy. Anais is an NFL guy. If he, want, I mean, depending on how his but, recovery they, but goes. they've got to go I mean, and Antonio Johnson.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've got to go. But I'm talking and about Devon anybody team. else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Devon. Of course, And I,
1: you're begging Devon to come back. Yeah, we. But he, he. I was talking to John Harris. He thinks he's. He's shooting up people's boards.
2: Yeah. As he should. Yeah. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. All right.
1: Let's, let's hit a break here. We'll come back uh, with a little bit more. I do want to ask you guys about how important a bowl game is. It's an interesting topic because with Jordan Pugh on, he doesn't think it's that important. Um, and I'd like to get your takes uh, on where that is. But right now, we're talking about Fargo's Pit Barbecue, 1701 South Texas Avenue in Bryan. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. They are voted one of the top 50 barbecue joints in the world. They're, they weren't voted, they were picked. Texas monthly that's how they roll there Uh, they have really good barbecue really good sauce and uh, if you call them up because their specials run out early Maurice is going to handle it for you and when you get there um, and tell them what time you want to pick it up yada 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 what you want Alan and Belinda are going to be at the the counter they'll help take care of you Tuesdays is the rib tips they got so many other great things on there Wednesday uh, they have the uh, chopped beef on a baked potato today's Thursday if you're thinking about going right now pork chops mac and cheese green beans and red potatoes Friday the fish corn and coleslaw Fargo's has been around this community for a long, long time. They'll take care of you on football weekends, office parties, wedding anniversaries, funerals, and dinners, any gathering or celebration with family traditions or just good food on one particular day. Fargo's is in Bryan, 1701 South Texas Avenue. uh, Without a doubt, the best barbecue in town. Their phone number is 979-778-3662. 979-778-3662. It Tech Tex-Ax Radio. We are presented by David Gardner's Jewelers in the Rollo Insurance Studio. We called this, what is it called again? The Fan Show. Oh, I, I always forget who is the sponsor of it. Gerard Construction. Custom Home Builders for the Brazos Valley. Since 2002, your dream home built into reality. Learn more at gerard-construction.com. Look, I think, I, I, I understand what Jordan Pugh was saying earlier in the week. I don't necessarily agree, but it's, it's not like an argument. It's just, he doesn't think it's all that important to get bull eligible. He just wants them to get game reps. Where I would like to see I, I I just want to see more practice, more time for for Connor to be the guy and command and get those fifteen extra practices or maybe ten,
0: depending it's on when a, the ball is. It's an extra
2: spring practice. Yeah, is essentially what it is. You get two spring practices.
0: So I mean, one. I, I've heard that that for years that all, all the coaches always want a bowl game because it's the extra practices, plus it's something. But I've got another reason why, especially going this season with the idea that we might lose some guys to the transfer portal sure. because of the season. I mean, that extra bowl game and that extra time with the guys, that extra time with the team, that extra, that that let that more time focus on football as opposed to what are my options, I think could be big. I think that could be very big. And I think that, I think making that bowl game and saying, okay, we started bad, but we've got things, I mean, to win out from here, for example. I mean. Including who, a bowl victory? Yeah, including a bowl victory. Could do a lot for a lot of these guys that that we want to come back. I mean, we we we're all worried about that. I would not predict five straight wins. I would
1: not. I don't think anybody here would just because you don't know what you're going to get other than a bunch of mistakes. But for the just in case, for the conversation's sake, if they won five games in a row with Connor as your quarterback. The momentum, or if they won four or five, the momentum going into next season isn't where it should have been when the season started. But considering where you are right now, three and five, it changes the story. They got their quarterback. Now they're headed in the right direction.
0: And we don't lose some of the some of these these. I mean, hopefully, a lot of these guys will see that and not be like, okay, this is just a floundering. No, this this team. Yeah, we had a rough season, but we but the but the future still bright. Yep, you know?
3: and maybe you weed out some of those guys that don't want to be here before the bowl game. So, you know, these are my guys, they're sticking with me, we're going to play these guys. And I do like the, right, if we made one this year, it'd be, even though we didn't get to go to one last year because of the COVID stuff, <clears throat> uh, it would be 14 straight years of bowls or bowl eligibility. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yes, I like so. that. Yeah. And, and I
2: agree with Hunter. Like, when, with the position the program is in right now, we need to figure out who's in the boat and who's out of the boat and make sure everybody in the boat's going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I think and, we're
0: third right now in the SEC in terms of, you know, Bama, Georgia, and us as, as in terms of teams that, that who are the furthest away from a losing season, you know, in, in, in time-wise.
1: But the perception right now is, is not good. and And I think Connor, and this is actually a question I had for you guys, is the key to recruiting this year and beyond because – with a quarterback, with a little bit more of an offense, and this is also hoping or thinking that they'll tinker with the offense next year, regardless of how well the rest of the season goes. I think he is the key to keeping your guys now and getting you guys moving ahead.
2: Assuming Jimbo hires an offensive coordinator, uh, which I think we're all assuming he will, uh, making that hire quickly will help with recruiting a lot too. Because guys like certain systems. They're used to playing in something they played in in high school, or they want to play in a pro style, or they want to play in a spread, or whatever it is bringing in that guy quickly is going to help with the recruiting as well.
3: Right. I, but to David's point, I agree that, man, you got 15 back there. That team yeah. that team watches him practice. They just saw him play that game. They know what he's capable of. You are absolutely going to have a guy like that be a leader. And, and people are going to say, heck, yeah, I'm staying. I, I want to play with uh,
1: Wigman. So I'm friendly with a, a bunch of high school coaches from Houston for my time there. And I was told in April, and many of us have heard this from fans and others that, like, Connor's the guy already. And I got so many text messages during the game told you told you like that's what people were saying like this is what and I still think that game was better than any of us could have envisioned for a first to, other than not getting the victory and then that's the most important thing but his performance I think was better than we could have expected
0: 100% I mean he was he was he was everything we've been looking for in a quarterback this season we've had nothing but bad quarterback play this whole year I I, I I'm not I mean I, I we 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 max played okay but nothing great, nothing that jumped. I mean, that's the first time we've seen good quarterback play in two seasons.
1: So am I right? And I think I am. I just thought this out loud. There has not been a, an interception thrown from a quarterback other than Haynes this year. Because Max didn't throw any, right? That's right. He's not. And Connor so far has not either. And I, we know those days are coming. That that, that happens. Not everybody happen, can yeah. be Hendon Hooker and
0: have one and or four and two seasons.
1: But yeah,
0: um, that's true. He, does, I mean, I think. Cal, I remember, Kellen in twenty twenty actually. I don't think. I think he only threw like two. Three a yeah, season. Think, yeah, and yeah. I think they he were had, early in the season. Yeah, he protected the ball really well. So, but no, it's a, uh, um, it's a uh, strange idea that to think that 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 we're into what game seven before we've seen. You're right. I mean, what what Hunter said earlier about this guy's been sitting on our bench this whole time. We've had such poor quarterback play, and I get it too. I mean, in some of those games, I don't know if it would have mattered as bad as the offensive line was, but it could have. Yeah. And and I will tell you this: is some some of those games. I remember watching some of our games earlier in the season. App State, especially, um, you know, Mississippi State. All we couldn't have played any worse at that position. What would it have hurt to have? To, you know he couldn't he couldn't have hurt he couldn't have been any worse I can right. say that.
3: right but i'll give jimbo and his staff credit they they locked on him last year and or before then right and this is our guy and this is our quarterback recruit and so props to them for yeah. locking wiggins there yeah. were some
0: options there were options yeah. there were some really good options you quinn wanted to come here yeah and you had clubnik clubnik Club 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 was on the list for a while Clubnick's yeah. entire family i think are aggies i yep. think his mom dad aunts uncles everybody i mean yep. they're all they're all they were all on the boards you know, at that time, so
1: you were the only one here last week, correct? I believe so. Who did you draft? Quarterback. Okay, so I huh.
0: <laughs> mean, this is the easiest
1: grade of your life. If okay, give us your your breakdown.
0: Uh for a true freshman's, I mean, so true freshman starting quarterback in his first ever start. Um, I mean, obviously, I give I give his performance an A. Um, for what Connor himself did, I don't think Connor made any mistakes. He he threw the ball well. I mean, to trust him on fourth and one on the goal line to to throw that ball, uh, throw a slant that that hit and stride to throw a perfect ball. Only that that second touchdown that 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 Evan Stewart caught was I mean he was the only one that could have caught that ball. Yeah. It was perfectly thrown. It was an amazing catch, by the way. Absolutely outs That's and so that's what you see and you're like, wow. These two, that the combination of these two is going to be fantastic. But. Uh, I, I, I don't give the offense an A. I still don't give the yeah. offense an A. I, I, the offense that you, they slowed down, we 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 plodded along in that second and third quarter. Forty
2: minutes without a score. I
3: mean, it's yeah, we had a third and one score. and a fourth and one. I want to say second quarter, right? Because yeah. we, we could have been up twenty eight ten. Yeah, and they couldn't convert on either one of those. Yeah,
0: and, it, and so so I don't give the offense itself. I'm saying solely Connor and the fact that he you you throw for three hundred and forty yards, four touchdowns, no no turnovers. Um, as a true freshman against a top 25 team, um, you got to give him an A. I won't say A-plus, but I'll say an A for sure.
3: And he didn't even see his legs, right? Fell down a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But yeah. he didn't just didn't use them either. Didn't need to. No, I, coach I remember him to, I taking know. off running one yeah.
1: time. And they need to protect him. He right? tried once. You, yeah. you don't have a lot of options if he's not out there. All right, so let's start to uh, draft for this week. Uh, Kelly, I'm going to let you go first.
2: I'm going to go with the offensive line. Okay. Um, I watched them a lot this past week. Improved? Much better. Uh, I, don't, I think I'd probably still give them a C, but considering I don't think they've gotten above F- minus all season, C is great.
1: But I think part of the reason they improved is, A, they're improving continuity, Kyle. right? And, B, you got a quarterback who gets rid of it quickly.
2: Uh, yeah, there's a lot of factors going in there. But I, I've, I've been asking the same question as well. The defense wasn't great all season. How good would the defense be, better or not, if the offensive line blocked well? if we could give the offensive line a b plus or an a how much better would the defense be yeah and i don't know that question because we ain't got there yet but i hope to get there because i think the defense could be go from eh, they're okay to better yeah
1: yep i'll
3: i'll go linebacker right another another week of they're gonna see a lot of quarterback run a lot of running game from the running backs so i hope we get some guys back and
0: you know, quarterback I, I like guys. Chris Russell. I
3: think Chris Russell he had a big game in Arkansas and some, you know, he's he's done fine. He's but he was kind of left on the island out
1: there a couple of times.
0: Yeah, Andre White too. Yeah, I mean, Yeah. Good to have him back. Yeah, and have Cooper back and have those three guys out there running around. And like I said, if we can get Antonio Johnson back, he's I know he's not linebacker, but I mean he, he plays he like plays like one. I mean he's he's everywhere. So So who are you drafting? Let's go quarterback again. Okay. Might as well. Let's just stick with quarterback because that is where we're all gonna be focused on. And again, I, like I said earlier. Connor, if Connor goes doesn't, does, I mean, if he goes out this week and throws for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, you know, I think we're happy. I mean, I, I you, look just, 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 it's not going to be a four. I mean, he's not this is he's not going to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns and be perfect every game. All right, especially with behind that offensive line, young receivers, and the fact that he's a true freshman. So let's temper our expectations a little bit, but at the same time, I also could see him going out and just. You know, lighten it up again. He you know, who knows? So I don't know, we'll see. All right, let's hit a break here. We'll come back. I want to get
1: a reason that they can beat Florida for each of you, and a reason to be a little worried about beating Florida. That's coming up next here on the TechSags Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. Final segment of the show, Texas Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. It is the fan show presented by Gerard Construction Custom Home Builders for the Brazos Valley since two thousand two. They're local, they're reliable and they're with you every step of the way. Learn more at gerard-construction.com. Before I go to that question, I wanted to ask you guys, I'm going to read this text on the A&B text line. Good morning, guys. I'm an Aggie fan living in LSU Tigerland. We we're discussing mm-hmm. being young in Jimbo's fifth year, which, in my opinion, is a bad excuse. Brian Kelly took over a program with 30-something scholarship players, and look at where they are at at this point. They do not have the money as we do to play pay players. I think the players, they want to be there. Do you think our problem is partially due to paying players? To come here. Okay, so let me just... No. Because every that's an Pro, easy. that's a, uh, every program is playing experience. players and by the way Harold Perkins is part of the conversation and if you want <laughs> if you want to believe uh, slice bread's opinions on Am there's opinions about other programs too so no it has't and really the success of this team <laughs> the biggest things to be excited about have been that freshman class all teams are dealing with Nil not just AM mm-hmm. um, the excuse of being a young team and all that I get it it's 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 it sucks in year five yeah Brian yeah. Kelly may win nine games this year. How many games did Jimbo win his first year? Eight? Nine? nine? No, you're not. Nine. Yeah. So nine I'm three. just saying, like, they, it's just a bad year. Brian Kelly also lost four games or won four games one year, and then the next year I think they won 11 or 10, and it's because he changed his system. So there's an up and down to everybody, and, and right now a and LSU is,
0: LSU is one LSU is really probably one of the only schools that that really has those. I mean, if you're from Louisiana, you're an LSU fan, period. I mean, you grow up an LSU fan. Yeah. If you're from Texas, you could you could. There's a, a litany of different teams you could be a fan yeah. of. But if you're from Louisiana, those kids they go to LSU. So I, I, I get what you're saying that the, that the love isn't there for A and M because of NIL. But I mean, where would that get us before? So, well, right, and
3: LSU, right. They're not world beaters this year. They're winning games, but Tennessee blew them out. They lost early to Florida State, but they've had the same quarterback all year. I think that makes a big difference. It does. But, you know, they they squeaked by Auburn, right? They they squeaked by Florida. So they've had a few people. I'm not going to say they're world beaters. I'm super too. interested in in the game Saturday against Alabama. Great SEC slate, by the way. Yeah. Besides our game, uh, Tennessee, you know, Alabama, LSU, and Tennessee, Georgia. That's gonna that's be, a big gonna be a good Saturday. weekend. All
1: right, guys. So. Give me a reason for optimism this weekend.
0: Uh, I'll I'll be happy to go first. All right. It's because I'll be happy uh, to listen because Florida's not a good football team. We're at home. Right now, hang on, I've got more. But you're asking for optimism. Right? Right. We'll get to pessimism in a minute. But optimism. We're at home. We Florida's not a good football team. Now we're not really either so far. But I think we've we've flashed some flashed some 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 stuff some some positives. You know, on the offensive yeah. side. Uh, if we can shore up the defense, I think that I think that we should be very positive. Okay.
2: Kelly? Uh Connor is a great reason to be positive. Uh play hopefully he plays well again. Um, like Matt was saying, Florida's not great. I will say this, the team's been coachable all year. Like we've been getting better in certain areas. Usually whatever we do really poorly at one week, we have a show improvement the next week. So I'm thinking tackling is gonna get better. Yep. Uh hopefully. Hopefully. I, I'm assuming they've worked on it and we've been coachable and things like that this year so hopefully tackling's a lot better and if tackling is better the defense should play better offense continue on its role I, I like it
3: yeah this is a game I love him I talk about every week continue to feed number six because I think he'll have success against Florida and if he does you got a chance
1: alright quickly reason for pessimism what concerns you about this weekend
2: <laughs> really? Anthony Richardson
0: we're not, a, we're not a very good team yeah our defense I mean they're they we struggle against the run and this is a good running team um I think what I think they're what the second best running team in the, in the SEC behind yep. Ole Miss so uh um, I should sure worry. you saw, saw what Ole Miss did to us but I mean again it's a uh I don't know I, don't, I really don't but we're on like a three-game win streak against Florida aren't we
1: well let's make it four yeah.
3: Hunter just health of the team right we got a That's what I worry about. I I think some of those injuries were legit last week. So they were legit dropping. And our quarterback got hit real hard.
2: So I'm I'm worried about everything. Uh, Anthony Richardson, his ability to just take off on a pass play, drop back to pass. That's what's really been killing us to me. Like we haven't been great at all, but on the quarterback scrambles, we've been plumb awful. Um, the
0: second half of the Bama, though, with Milrow. We
2: easy. got better. We, we did, did get, get a lot better. better. Right. We well, let's lot let's better. do that. But yeah.
0: Arkansas, that
2: guy ran all over us on the scrambles. I mean, it's been rough. And if we do that again, if it's rough again, it's going to be rough. All
1: right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, David. Appreciate you guys. Tomorrow on the program, Billy Lucci will be here. The final countdown will be here. We'll have Stephen Seth McKinney. My thanks to all of our guests today, Stephen McGee, Ryan Swope, Aaron Torres, Bert Kuhn, and, of course, these fan show guys. Uh, oh, Ob! Ob did a good job. Nick behind the glass. Thank you very much, Anna Rosa Peterson at the social center. Appreciate you. That's gonna do it for Texas Ags Radio. We will see you all mañana. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
3: jumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little
3: escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>